I'm Brandon Toba, and you're listening to Brandon Toba Talks, a discussion podcast. Episode 7, The Age of Knowledge. How do we move from the age of information to the age of knowledge? This is how I think it may be ushered in, how I would like to see it ushered in, and how we can get away from our current practices. Here we go. I'm just going to jump right into it, guys. The age of information. This is where we're at today. And honestly, I don't think it's a good place for the world, for the human race, for anybody right now. There is a lot of misinformation flying around. There's a lot of scams. There's a lot of this, that. Whatever you want to find on the internet, it's out there, right? You can get any information you want at the touch of a button. And that is actually very scary to me because that makes people deadly. That makes people something that I call, not I call, a lot of people call a dilettante, which means someone who has just enough information on a subject to be dangerous. Okay? So when I say that, what I mean is I can go on Google and in five seconds have information on a topic that I have previously known nothing about. But as we all know, if you're not studying that topic every day for almost a year, I would say, you're going to find something that makes sense. And it's a it's a quick little fact, but in the wrong context, it's completely wrong, right? So where we're at with that is what I'm saying. You can be just know just enough to be dangerous. And in that fact is also another fact that I want to get across is you don't know what you don't know. Okay, I'm going to say that again, so listen to it carefully. You don't know what you don't know. And that's what really scares me. That's why whenever I try to... this, I'm not trying to be all high and mighty here, but anytime I try to talk about a subject that I don't know anything about, I'm very careful with it because I don't know what I don't know. And what I mean by that is literally as it sounds. I don't know anything about the subject that I don't actually know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I know for a fact that I don't know how heat is transferred between two surfaces, right? Well, I do know it's friction, but you get where I'm going with it. I'm hoping so, at least. That was a bad example, but this is what I'm saying, is I know that I don't know the answer to how to create a hydrogen molecule i don't know what the formula looks like okay and that's something that i know that i don't know and i don't know what i don't know so it's really hard to explain that because i don't know what i'm talking about when i'm saying it and you probably agree with me but if i if you can wrap your head around it it makes perfect sense so please don't be a dilettante is what i'm saying Learn some knowledge on the subject before just blurting out information that you don't know anything about. You have one fact, that's cool, but at least make it known that's that's all you know off the top of your head. Okay? No one no one really cares if you are in a in a conversation that you don't know much about. You can say, "I don't know much about this topic. Can we move on to something else?" or "Can you teach me more about this topic?" kind of thing. And they'll be glad to. But again, there you have to be careful because people, same way, they may be a dilettante speaking out their ass trying to tell you something. But 
We're going off track here. I want to get bring it back in. So the age of information, like I was saying, is a scary time for everybody. There's so many different things out there with misinformation, with people just reading one thing and running with it. Like I'm saying, like I just was explaining, they grab one piece of knowledge and they run with it. And then they're just dangerous because it can either be right or wrong. And depending on the influence that person has or the confidence they have or the tonality that they use, they can be very dangerous with that information, even if it's wrong. Even if it's right, you can be dangerous in the wrong hands. So please, please, please keep it calm, keep it clean and go from there. Okay. Now, like I was saying, the world is in the age of information. And as I was explaining that you can have anything you want at the touch of your finger, at the touch of a button, you can go to Google, you can do whatever you want and just grow and or not even grow, but get that info. But how do we discern what's right and what's wrong on the internet? Not morally right or wrong, but literally like misinformation or real information. There's a lot of different ways to do it. You can fact check. It takes a lot of time, but it really keeps you on your toes. So you know the answers you're looking for. You can do a lot of digging, which is again, fact checking. You can read articles on both sides of the debate that you're looking at because there's always two sides to a story. There's always an equal and opposite reaction for every action, right? So whatever you do on the internet, it's gonna there's gonna be an opposite to it. So be wary of that as well. And now what I'm saying what I mean by that is don't just read one article on one view. Read five on one, five on the other. That's where I try to get to. If I can't find five, I sometimes will settle for three. Okay. There's a lot of misinformation flying around. There's a lot of different views flying around. People don't even have to have misinformation. They can have the proper information, but they can turn your mind just by having the right, like I was saying before, confidence, the tonality, the persuasion that they have in their voice, which is tonality. Again, I'm really stressing tonality because that is what's really going to take people and make them run with it. That's how sales are driven is tonality. Not even It's not even about persuasion anymore. It's all about tonality. If you're putting off a good tone with your voice, people pick up on it. They resonate with it, right? If someone comes in yelling at you with an aggressive tone, you shrivel back or, or you either take a, an attack on this person or you shrivel back and you just be like, holy shit, why is he yelling at me? So that's my answer to discernment on the internet. Now, that's what I'm, I'm hoping that one day the world moves into the age of knowledge, Okay. I'm sure it won't happen. Honestly, I'm I'm like I'm pretty sure because people don't want to go deeper. People are lazy, inherently lazy. And that is it is what it is. But the people that aren't lazy, the people that are doing the fact checking, the people that are making sure that they know the answers to the questions they have or to the topics they're speaking on are the high achieving people. Okay? If you really want to see someone with great tonality, great persuasion who actually knows what they're talking about can pretty much do anything he wants in his life look at a guy like jordan belfort okay and if you that name sounds familiar i'll tell you why the wolf of wall street jordan belfort is the guy that they made that movie about 
Okay, he is a master salesman. He's done so many crazy things in his life and he's made it all happen because he's been able to keep a line of tonality behind him. So he can talk anyone to doing pretty much anything if he has the right tone of voice, which is crazy to me. You look at the guy and honestly, he looks kind of like a sleazy salesman. But if you listen to his voice, you're like, holy shit, I get it. Like this guy can freaking sell. Guys like that, high achieving people are the ones that are going to not be talking out of their ass. They're not going to be dilettantes. They're going to be, I know everything I possibly can on this subject. And this is why, because I spent the time, the research, the energy, not just to take information in, but to turn it into knowledge that I can use at my disposal and my discretion any day of the week, any time of the day, right? So there's him. You look at guys like... If you watch on YouTube, there's a lot. There's one guy that makes waves in every debate circle, and his name's Ben Shapiro. And if you've ever watched him, he has an answer to every single question without a doubt that has ever been asked to him. Okay? He, in debates, I don't know how he does it, but he can recall pretty much crazy information at crazy times that you've never even heard of, where you're like, holy shit, this guy's got it. But he could easily spread misinformation, but because of the confidence that he has in his voice, the tonality that he uses, he can toss it straight forward and you'd never know that it's wrong, right? Unless you know everything you can about that possible subject, he will destroy you in a debate. So guys like that, right? There's Grant Cardone, He's the same as Jordan Belfort, really. He's a master salesman. He's a real estate mogul. He knows how to make a deal, and he knows the ins and outs of everything he's doing. He doesn't stop and talk about things he doesn't know about because he doesn't know about them. He's not in the business of, hey, I don't know what I'm talking about. He's, no, I know everything there is to know about the subject, and there's no one else better than me kind of thing. He doesn't carry himself in the I'm the well he does actually tell say that he's the best sometimes but he doesn't come across that way when you're talking with him right I've watched a plenty plenty interviews with him listened to so much of his content I've consumed a lot of it and just seen so many different ways that again I'm going to bring this back up tonality he uses a tonality to shift and show get his message across right and That's how easy it is to trick people into believing what you're saying if you don't know. If you can make something resemble a a sentence and have a great tonality and a confidence behind it, you can sell anything. I promise you that. It's very easy, very fast, and people will pick up on it without even realizing they're picking up on it. They say that words and conversation are only 10% of the conversation, and that's... 100% true. But I don't think body language is the rest of it. I think body language is maybe 30% more, but I think tonality is right there with the 60%. That's, oh man, I'm just, I'm going off here. But like I'm saying, you have to have the wisdom and the discernment to come across and be like, oh, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't make sense. You have to stop and think for yourself when someone's talking to you as well where you have to take what they, I always take anything anyone tells me with a grain of salt until I can like check it out on my own if I don't know the answer already. 
And that's a lot of things because I definitely, all the knowledge I do have is pales in comparison to pretty much anyone in the world, right? Any high achieving person has way more knowledge than I do. Any like normal achieving person really has way more knowledge than I do, right? My boss has more knowledge than I do. That's why he's my boss. He doesn't spread misinformation. He has the knowledge that he needs to continue going on and on and on. And that's how I got into the position that I'm in. I had some knowledge behind me on the way that things work and the way how to manage people. Again, I'm going to bring it up, tonality. And there's so much behind it. I'm really driving home tonality in this, and that wasn't actually my intention. But it's a big part of the age of information. So actually, I think I'm going to switch right now. While we're talking about this, I'm going to change the uh, the title of this episode to just tonality and the importance of it. And, it, oh man, I'm really, really falling apart here for a second because I just threw myself off track. But where I was going with that was having the knowledge, the wisdom, the discernment to decide what's right and wrong for yourself. Again, not morally right or wrong. Those are good things to have as a moral compass, but knowing what's inherently good and what's inherently wrong on the internet as in regards to information, in regards to maybe even a picture you see, a meme, that really comes to the moral compass again. But again, it's up to you where you want it to sit. Honestly, you can show me probably like the darkest meme and I would just laugh at it. And a lot of people would be offended that I'm laughing at that kind of stuff. Like, I've had people send me memes where, honestly, people try to cross my line when it comes to memes, and I've never had anyone do it yet. I've had one person come close where I kind of cringed, but I was just like, holy shit, that's amazing kind of thing. But, like, people have sent me, like, some really fucked up shit that you wouldn't believe. I don't even want to talk about it on here because it's it's just gross. And not even, like, sexually gross, just, like, horrible horribly gross things have come across my phone and uh, I try not to hold on to them but some of them I just think are too funny my humor is too dark for a lot of people but I'm digressing here I just really wanted to get this point across the age of information is where we are I really wish we could get out of it but I don't think we ever will honestly the world's too lazy to do this kind of stuff a lot of people are think they're too are too entitled and think that they have the right answers only and no one else wants to believe or they don't want anyone to believe anybody else's answers what it really boils down to is people are searching for the truth right that's what you're told that's what we're always have always been told in school that we're searching for the truth but what I've come to realize in these last couple of years as I've been going through journey after journey of knowledge and learning and cons- consuming information, whether it be right or wrong, is that people don't care about the truth. They care about their truth. Where if you don't believe their truth, you're wrong. And I get it. Your world has shaped your ideology and that's where it's come to. But your truth is never going to be the whole truth. That's what I think a lot of people have to realize is right now, like I'm speaking my truth 
on what I think where where we are and where we should be and why we're never going to get there. I could be totally wrong. I could be totally off base. If I am, I'll be the first one to admit it. I'm not scared about that at all. And I really think there's a lot to be said for that because, again, I don't know what I don't know. I try to be humble enough to realize when I've made a mistake and learn from it and grow from it and get over it and keep moving on. That's why I'm here still talking to you guys because there's so much that I want to I want to pass on. I don't know honestly if if it's always going to be right or if it's always going to be wrong. If you guys hear something that is wrong, inherently wrong, I definitely wish you or hope that you guys come to me and just say, "Hey, Brandon, I don't like that you said this." Not even that. I'm not I'm not going to apologize for offending people for the most part because there's always going to be offense to somebody. But if I'm inherently telling someone to go do something that's going to harm them, then, yeah, please call me out. But I, I don't think I'd ever do that. But sometimes I get into a heat of a moment and I say something and people take it to heart. And that's how we get into those situations. But I don't want to keep doing that. But I want to keep you guys from taking wrong information and going from there. So these are a couple of things that I would say to watch out for. Again, misinformation on the internet. Definitely do a little fact checking if you can, if you have the time or if you actually care about what was said. Uh, that's number one for me. If I don't know about the topic that we're talking about, I usually keep my mouth shut. Even if I have something to say, I wait till someone else is done talking because a lot of times they say the same thing I'm about to say in their sentence or they answered the question that I'm about to ask. I just, if I interrupt them, it just pisses them off kind of thing, right? So there we are. There's that. Uh, tonality. Don't get caught up in tonality because there are a lot of mistakes to be made in tonality. Like I was saying, I could sell someone pretty much anything if I'm using the right tone of voice. If I use a loving, endearing tone and the right words imbued with confidence, that's it's a recipe to make money, to sell, to do whatever you want to do, right? So please, 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 please don't get caught up in tonality because it is, I'm going to call it a silent killer, honestly, because you're hearing the person talk, but you don't hear the tonality all the time, right? You just, you feel it. You silently feel it in your body and your bones. And that's where it goes from there. So I just, I rambled on here for 18 minutes and I hope you guys got something out of it. It's really just a thought that was on my mind today or this last week, actually. Like I said, I've been talking to a few friends about it and that's where we're at. Okay. I hope you guys are still listening. If you are, I have some exciting news. Next week, I am going to have my first guest on the show and I'm actually super stoked about that. It's one of my friends, or one of my best friends, actually. He is a professor at Nate. If you don't know what Nate is, it's a school of technology in Canada. It's here in Edmonton, and it's one of the top-rated schools in the world, actually. A lot of people go on from here and do a lot of things. He, my friend, is uh, he's the professor of digital media and IT, so he does graphic design, video game programming, a whole lot of cool shit that you never even knew was possible. He knows how to make it work, how to have it behind the scenes. He's a great guy. He's one of my best friends. And I'm super stoked to have him. So, 
next week you'll hear his voice you'll hear his name and we'll go from there so i hope you guys have a great week this week i can't wait to hear from you as always if you want to join the discussion hit me up on instagram follow the discord go from anywhere you want to go i'm on twitter i'm on instagram i'm on facebook i'm on discord uh there's probably other ones that i should be on i'm on snapchat my name's just branitoba for pretty much everything except for Facebook. That's my personal one. But I hope you guys find me. I hope we can talk. I hope we can keep growing together. And if you have anything you want to say to me, definitely shoot it in there. I have a little section in the Discord for uh, ideas for the podcast or feedback or whatever you want to say. So please hit me up. We'll talk. And I'll talk to you guys all next week. Bye.